This is the Things We Do podcast, a podcast about film, life, television, culture, mental health, and all of that fun, jazzy stuff. Today, I've got my special guest and friend, Courtney Hudson. Hello. 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 Thank you for having me. It's okay. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, Keep taking each other order. Yeah, yeah this will be the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Courtney, mm-hmm. tell everyone a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a makeup and prosthetics artist for film and TV. Um, so I do special effects stuff uh, as well as the beauty and things like that. Um, so, you know, uh, making prosthetics and applying prosthetics and, mm. um, yeah, so scars, bloody things, aliens, um, zombies. Yeah, so you're just going to, like, do everything kind of. bit of everything, yeah. A little bit of, uh, what's that saying, the um, jack of all trades and yeah. expert of none or, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, where did, did this start as a young kid, your interest for this, or did it kind of fall in your lap? A little bit of both. Like I've, <laughs> I, um, I, I've liked, um, like character movies as a kid. So yeah. I'm not, I, I still can't watch horror movies. I just like to That's help really make interesting. them. That's so interesting because <laughs> of what so you scared. worked on. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I get scared really easily and I hate it. Um, but I'll, I'll take like screenshots and like, you know, inspect things that, oh, really? that way. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, oh, scary movies are scary. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, but I love character movies, you know, yeah. um, uh, like, you know, Pan's Labyrinth and, oh, um, yeah. you know, things like that. So uh, I love, I, I, Love all characters from a kid. Um, I yeah. actually wasn't allowed to watch uh, M15 plus movies until I was actually 15. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was that a parent's like That protocol? was a parent's. Yeah. 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 I was the youngest and, and um, you know, my parents are a little bit older. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember being about 14 and having a big argument with mom, like, because Spider-Man was on. And all, <gasps> all the kids were going and yeah. I wasn't allowed to go. And I was like, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> it's a superhero movie. Um, so I had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. You know, as a teenager. Did you, were you were always kind of a nerdy kid? As, as a muso drama kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was what was more in your favor, muso or drama? Um, well, as we were talking about earlier, my dad was a piano tuner, so yeah. um, it's amazing we're in this old piano factory. I know we're we literally that was a kind of completely <laughs> throwaway fact that like, I love symbolism. Um, yeah, the place I live in uh, is a piano factory, and mm. it's just like I think it was built in the 1800s. It's quite old. Yeah, um, I mean that's about as old as you get in Australia. Yeah, oh, the, like old as Western For, society. Exactly. Go, Sorry. Goes. Yes. Yeah. Let's clarify that. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it was kind of built and then returned into apartments. I think in the like mid 1900s when it kind of shut down and didn't do anything for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your dad's a piano tuner, so yeah. Well, yeah, he's and, retired now, but um, but yes, yeah, so I grew up in a house of pianos, so. <laughs> As you do. So does that mean you played a lot of pianos? I did. Yes, all of us. And and they were actually, um, dad was very smart because all us kids played from a young age. And so when he had customers, he'd call us downstairs and we'd play for the customers. It would be a cute little five-year-old, you know, playing anything that wasn't chopsticks. I never learned chopsticks. I wasn't allowed to by my teacher. So so anything else, you know, a minuet or (laughs) something and i'd be like oh wow your kid's so cute i want my kid to play the piano too (laughs) i'm gonna buy one (laughs) 
Oh, my God. So smart marketing. Get a Did- kid. <laughs> <laughs> have children. This is the only thing if you want to become a piano tuner. Have children. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Mm. So did you know how to ba- play like Beethoven's Fifth by the time you were 10? Oh, I wouldn't say 10. But, <laughs> but you can play Beethoven's oh, Fifth? I haven't, haven't seen a piano in a little while, but, you know, if right, I so sat it, down. So if makeup kind of goes... West for you, like, and drops completely off your interest, you'll go to piano and play. <laughs> God's. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So, um, back to movies. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is an answer of a very, maybe? <laughs> oh, changed my entire career path as of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what was I saying? So, you're um, a muso, you're a drama kid. So, what, yeah. so drama, you, you were studying drama? No, oh, just like high school. Right. You, okay. you know, like. Like not, into not acting as well or was kind of like that your avenue or just kind of the theater behind just the scenes? the theater and it all. And I did do a bit of makeup um, oh, with okay. that. So when I was in high school, I did some work experience at a beauty school because I had no idea what I really wanted to do yeah. at the time. Um, and from that, I don't know, I must have swept the floors with a smile on my face because they offered me a little cert too in makeup <gasps> to do in like, you know, on week weeknights. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. So I did that and then I did some work experience with just some short films and that's where um, some makeup artists showed me how to like make cuts with wax. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's amazing. (laughs) So then I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, Wow. Yeah, because I didn't really, I guess I hadn't really clocked what goes on behind the scenes for all all those characters and, you know, um, even though. Growing up in the 90s, you know, there's so many movies with incredible, you know, prosthetics. And yeah. that's kind of when, you know, CG starts coming in and yeah. all that as well. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I just contacted, started, you know, researching artists and work and mm. contacted a few of them and said, if you're a student now, where would you go study? Oh, okay. Because I was like, there's not really, I'm from Perth and there's not. Yeah. A lot in Perth for special effects. So, yeah. so yeah, I got a few different answers and came up, you know, went up to Queensland for a little interview of a college. I was at, um, at university at the time by yeah. then because um, I decided to get my Bachelor of Arts first. Wow. And, and then, um, uh, yeah, and then once I finished university, I moved to Sydney and studied here. So, wow. Yeah. So you did kind of like a... Full round because you were you've you've been on some insane films like yes. you've worked on some pretty quite scary stuff as well <laughs> which is ironic because you hate horror um yeah know. like how how did that feel kind of just going to these you know meeting these big names and you know like big deal people yeah did that feel like from short d- short films in WA to kind of like going to Sydney and being like okay study and and then you know deal with big um, movies or big you know, wigs, big wigs. Yeah, how yeah. did that? How did that juxtaposition go? Um, yeah, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm literally working on dream jobs. Yeah, and each job is different, and each crew is different. Each, you know, actor is different. So mm. I just love, you know, meeting all the different people and mm. and seeing how different things work and. Or, you know, seeing a new type of blood rig or, you, you know, there's there's always cool stuff. Yeah. And 
I know your mind gets blown <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Like, how did I end up here? <laughs> so you get a bit of imposter this is cool. syndrome. Oh, totally. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Creatives. It? Yeah. We're all imposters. <laughs> it must feel like a sandpit for you as well. Kind of like. Like z- one with all the fun juggling balls. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or kind of just actual sand. Sandcastles. Yeah, like, maybe. Which where, one would you prefer? <laughs> where, where is this going? <laughs> like when you kind of go into these films, it yeah. must feel like, you know, everyone has these ideas they're throwing around. Yeah. Like, so it's not quicksand. No, it's not quicksand. <laughs> You're not sinking. Um, <laughs> Some days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the, has there been days where it's like intensely time pressured for something to come out or a particular yes. look to get done? Yes. Um, most days in the film industry, <laughs> we're always, you know, um, especially the makeup trucks, you've got the ADs knocking on the door and. Yeah. Seconds away. Seconds away. Um, how, do you, how do you cope with all that? Uh we're pretty good. I mean, I've been very lucky. I've had a lot of very good makeup teams. I've had a lot of very good head of departments. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that hire me. So yeah. um, I've I've been very lucky. And also the AD teams as well. Mm. Generally, um, a lot of them in Sydney are pretty fantastic. Yeah. And they all kind of know what goes into everything. Yeah. So um, you, you really know who who's kind of been around a bit when they know, hey, not pressuring you. Like, I know that you still need to do X, Y, Z, but just give me a number and I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's like, that's insane though. Like, I mean, one thing that probably a lot of people must wonder though is like, where you know, how did you get to the set? Like, how did that progression actually get from being like a student in mm-hmm. a makeup school to actually being involved on film sets and stuff like that? Because that like... Did someone just select you or did it was there sort of like work experience opportunities mm. when you came to Sydney after you started studying and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, work experience. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, largely the same for a lot of the film kids and TV kids. It's, um, yeah. you know, I, I chose the closure I went to largely because they had a little community network on a Facebook group by then yeah. of uh, work experience for students. Right, so okay. they were, they were, their teachers were, in the industry, they have worked in the industry. And when, like, you know, I think Wolverine, well, uh, I think Wolverine was my first big movie work experience. Yeah. I was still a student and they took, like, 20 students and we went and we just had hot water and cloths and we were just cleaning heaps of extras at the end of the day. Oh. You, you know, so it just starts off with that kind of thing. Yeah. And you, you walk in that first time and you're like, whoa. <laughs> or, it's, or it's four in the morning and it's pitch black and you're like, this is so cool, I think. I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm in a tent <laughs> with a hundred people. <laughs> so you must have got very used to the weird hours that you yes. worked because you like as makeup. If you're doing early morning and yes. you've got about five hours to do something, what time do you normally get to work? Yeah. Oh, it just changes each job. <laughs> um, it also if you're doing prosthetics, there it's a much longer makeup. Yeah. Than uh, a beauty makeup. Yeah. And so that could be a three-hour makeup with a couple people doing it on the same person or, you know, I do know of longer, but I personally haven't probably done any longer than that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so prosthetics, three hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the ads that comes in often sleeps, <laughs> which is kind of good for us because it means they're, they're relaxed. You just got to get that right um, angle of the chair so the gravity of, you know, their face isn't ah. like slacking. 
too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? That does. Yeah. I always wondered what they were doing and while they passed out in videos. Because <laughs> I've watched so many makeup videos. Um, I think I've always loved um, SFX makeup and yeah. like everything like that. Because Do you have a favourite? Oh, anything Ooh. Guillermo del Toro's mm-hmm. movies have. Mm-hmm. I love tactile, like touchable things. Yes. I think, um, what was it? Oh, I know the name of the film. It's on the tip of my tongue. The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. Yes. It's like The sh- Shade of Waves? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the Shape, shape of, of Water. water. Um, and, yeah, he had, like, this whole creature, mm. and I loved the design of it. I thought that was really cool, um, and I like the way it moves. I think mm. also, like, Doug Jones, who does all the mm-hmm. character work for them, is an amazing modern artist. Doug and, Jones. Oh, I would love to work with Doug Jones. I would I would drop dead if I ever met Doug Jones. I know. Like it's such an idol yeah. of um And so many so many characters you have no idea that it's Yeah, him. I know. But I just like I think ever since I was a kid, if I would ever get into acting, it would always be creature acting. I'd never want to really? do anything human. Yeah. Because I love creatures. I yeah. think they're fascinating. Yeah. And I think it's like to completely immerse yourself in a character. I've like it's like a secret passion of mine. I think it's also because I'm quite tall, and so I just kind of yes. like. Well, all the all the character actors like they're often dancers. Yeah. Um, because you know, cool aliens and creatures and stuff. They're often you know very slim. Yeah. Um, and you know, think of Alien, like, like very slim, um, but often very tall, but yeah. also really strong, because yeah. a lot of these creature suits, you know. You need to be strong to be able to a wear them and hold them and b move in them in creature like ways. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know on set sounds disgusting, and then in the movie sounds amazing. Like because all you hear is like rubber just or you know like sort of latex going. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like, with all the lube. On yeah, it yeah, well. yeah. There's so much lube. <laughs> I think it's like um I think also just watching any like. You know, I, I'm obsessed with behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. on movies. And I think that's why it's always like an art background. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things is looking at like people who wear costumes or anything like superhero costumes and mm-hmm. stuff have to have talcum powder mm-hmm. or something like completely covering their body, even to fit in half of that thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I think it was a, um, Benedict Cumberbatch even admitted that whenever they do shirtless scenes in films, it's like you eat Skittles for the day and drink cups of coffee and nothing else because you've got to look like you're ripped. It's like unrealistic because you're not allowed to drink anything that will make you look bloated or yeah. anything like that. I mean, we've got airbrushes, so yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, we're just painting some abs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the answer, really. Fix it in post. <laughs> I'm an editor. Don't ever say that. It's the worst. Um, but, yeah, like I have so many – I have so much love for um, like the things that you mm. do. Like, I what what is something that I know that sometimes digital effects kind of go carried away though. Mm. Do you find that annoying as an art, like as a makeup artist and as a prosthetic um, no. creature? No, I, uh, I mean, I'm still relatively a baby in the industry. Like, I'm, you know, I've been very lucky to work with or for Odd Studio, yeah, for a few years now, um, and. You know, so they do a lot of the designs and mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and I I'm a workshop technician and um and then do applications as well. Yeah. Um, I've already forgotten the question. <laughs> no, that's Sorry. okay. I was gonna I was gonna comment on the fact that you there know, was something. 
and then I see you if I type in Odd Studios, I yes. see your face in there. Yes. It is it is quite nice seeing people that I've met yes. work it you know in professional photos and you're like, Oh, that's right. You do <laughs> like there's kind of that imposter syndrome of knowing people imposter, in yeah. Yeah. It goes back to imposter syndrome where you just go, I don't know anyone in the industry and then you see all your friends like literally oh, everywhere. 100%. And you go, Oh shit, that's right. They're all they're all doing jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I haven't seen anyone in you know, in ages. Um but no, you uh CGI question. That's yes, what it was. Sorry. Yes, yes. Um yeah, so as I was saying, still kind of a baby in the industry, um, but uh, at the moment, I think there's a really nice balance between digital effects and yeah and um, practical. Practical, thank you. Um, because for a while, yes, there was a lot of digital effects, yeah. and it did get a, quite out of hand. But I wasn't quite working like on the big yeah. movies at that stage for me personally. So, um, and I find that there are a lot of directors coming back to practical because they don't age as much. Yeah. So, you know, and and it's becoming a really nice balance of practical effects, but then pumped up with the digital to, you know, fix any imperfections yeah. or um, add things on. So it's actually a really nice balance. Like um, Ripley Scott's all all about practical. It's amazing. Like Yeah, which is um like his Ripley Scott's, I think actually his um, Wolves TV show mm. is like, I, I, is that a direct sequel to Aliens? Because everyone's still trying to guess if it is, and I feel like it is. Mm. It's like set in the same universe because those droids, like those androids have milk <laughs> blood, and that is a very alien <laughs> reference. Um, but, yeah, like I felt like the only film that I didn't love that I didn't feel like was practical as much, and yeah. I knew a lot of the behind the scenes was Covenant. I didn't feel like that one was the one I was invested in the most because a lot of the effects ended up feeling quite CGI. Right. But I knew a lot of it was very practical on so set. So much of it was practical. And it's so weird because it it hit the reviews and everyone said this feels like a CGI it, like fest. It was so practical. And mm. like some of the sets as well, they were all built and yeah. they were beautiful. Like you walked in and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like there's uh, so many artists. Um it was absolutely beautiful. Um we did I mean, you know, there are things like uh the I don't know if you remember the engineers' bodies, you know, yeah, that planet yeah. and you know what happens to engineers. Um so we made I think it was meant to be sixty and it kept bumping up to <laughs> and I think it was a hundred and sixty three or what? something like <laughs> giant dead engineer bodies. Um and so we were lugging these things all around the set, around you know, um, yeah. and each scene had a different sequence of dead bodies everywhere. So you'd have to take continuity photos. And yeah, so yeah. I think for a couple of weeks, there was maybe four or five of us and just constantly lugging these bodies around and repositioning them to match the continuity <laughs> of oh what we did God. a week before. Oh um, uh, so so they, they would then got... Um, uh, di- digitally, yeah. Um, you know, made into thousands, like thousands, and yeah. thousands, and yeah. Thousands. So stuff like that. But but there was a lot that, that yeah. was really practical. I feel like um, it, it's interesting as well because I know films like The Thing, mm. the 2011 thing, mm-hmm. or I think it's like 2011, 2012 or something, and it had Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, and that film 
all the behind scenes footage shows all the practical effects, like mm. John Carpenter style, where it's like monsters physically there. Mm. And then you watch the film and it goes to CGI. And the thing I think is, you know, great films, um, like recently they did Ghostbusters, and that has some of the best blend of CGI and practical. Mm. Um, I actually haven't seen it yet. It's so good. I it's really, so much fun. I really um, want to see it. It's, oh. <laughs> um, I saw it like on a special screening that I managed to get and Ooh, I was like so fancy. happy. I know. I was so happy I got to see it. But um, it's very weird because I feel like that's what I love about it, that tactile nature. And maybe that's because I also grew up with Ridley Scott films and yeah. Sam Raimi. And, and also original Ghostbusters. Oh God, yeah, you like, um, I <laughs> how fun! I've heard so many good podcasts of um some of the artists who yeah. sculpted those ghosts and things. <sighs> Incredible! I just like, I know it's 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 weird because when you think about films like that, they're so expensive to make, like yeah. practical effects. Are they? It's expensive. It, it's so much more expensive than CGI, and I understand why people went to CGI because it was cheaper. It was easier mm. and it was easier to mass produce yeah. um, things. Although sometimes, sometimes we'll be on set and, you know, you've got people weighing up or producers and directors and yeah. things weighing up like, do we do this again or do we fix it in post? You know, like, wow. and, and, and they'll be like, oh no, it's too expensive to do that. Let's do it again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I think maybe just both expensive. <laughs> I think I think there must be a percentage because it's kind of one of those old jokes that everyone seems to have, which is like do mm. it in post or, yeah. you know, save it for later. Yeah, yeah. And it literally is hours or sometimes, you know, yeah. like compositing or recompositing stuff. Yeah. It's so much better to do it in camera. But I think the way I picture that is like, it's always what you what you can do in front of that lens is yep. going to be tenfold later. It's mm. just going to, you know, anything you can actually see and then just the idea of post is it's just enhancing. It's not yeah. actually adding. Adding or um, changing. Yeah, and I, and I feel like people forget that because they then just go, oh, we can, you know, mix and match. But I think that's also a learning process Yeah. because um, I was, you know, I used to say this when I, you know, would be on sets with stuff um, with people and I was like, unless you see their mouths moving, don't record the dialogue, just ADR it later. Like just pull them into a corner, get them to say yeah, a couple right. of lines when everyone's quiet because the moment you hit something, you're going to hear the boom pole go like against it depending <laughs> how much room you've got. So there was like I've worked on so many student films that have had different things that yeah. element against them. Yeah. And I think because most of my close friends were soundies. Yeah. Um, and even my partner, she used to be a soundie. We often have jokes where it's like people just neglect yeah. Like the sound element yeah. and what's actually workable. So, yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm, we just go, okay, well, what can we... That's why I think I've always loved makeup as well because yeah. a lot of my friends are makeup artists mm -hmm. and I always have time. Good people. Yeah, such good people. <laughs> but I think it's also like I know it's one of those things like money is worth it when you spend it in the right places mm. and that always goes to a budgetary thing. Mm -hmm. And people have a different sense of what a good budget is because... Mm -hmm. I remember a few years back when, you know, I was talking with one of my friends who was a producer and she said easily you could make a good film on $10,000, but you wouldn't be able to pay anyone. That's the thing. You can make, you can spend all the money that will get a good product out of it, but you'd have no left to pay anyone. Mm. I did a charity shoot recently. Mm -hmm. That ended up costing the charity people 
about 22,000. Mm-hmm. Perfectly reasonable because mm-hmm. we had everyone for a day. Mm-hmm. But it was like the first time that I was like, okay, well, this is something I've produced that I had fun with, but I also realized how everyone's time, even though they were asking for, they were offering a slightly less reduced rate, mm-hmm. you could not as a student expect to make this from, you know, n- nothing. Mm-hmm. Because people have this like wrong opinion when they're young to have like, be like, oh, I can make what television makes. Yeah. With a good camera. It's like, well, you can, but you can't. Yeah. You've got to realize that everyone does a job and their time and their expenses and the kit and everything like that yeah. costs. It's yeah. the rental fees. It's yeah. the other things. Yeah. Like now that you're, you know, the older you get, do you realize, like, was there a bit of naivety when you were young or did you always know that aspect about the industry? Um. Oh, there definitely was some night no I can't even say that naivety naivety what a word I know. um uh but it's just a learning curve isn't it I mm. think um and you know it, it is that thing of work experience and you know everyone kind of does their time uh yeah. doing doing work experience uh but I think that is changing <laughs> I, I we were talking about this earlier um uh. <laughs> but but um yeah the the budget I mean I haven't really had to do too many budgets myself i'm that's good it's great like just um, let me work for you and tell me what you want and i think make it happen (laughs) i think the one thing is like i say to anyone who's making films indiegogo especially if you're doing like independent stuff indiegogo is great Hmm. um but also just like i i also say that to anyone have a like save as much money up as you can yeah and put as much self money into it yeah as you physically won't break the bank yeah if you want to make something but also don't go overboard yeah. like get as many friends who are happy to be come oh, yeah. on and do a day and then also you know pay for food pay for time yeah. pay for pe- you and know people's not understanding pizza, please yeah <laughs> <laughs> no more pizza i think it's like it's easy it's, but it's not good. It's oh, it kills me. Um, I think I ended up cooking a lot when I did short films mm. and I was directing them. I would cook. I just straight up like I was like, I'm making everyone. What's your dietary requirements? Let that's me cook. Very for you. impressive because there's a lot of dietary requirements nowadays. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I I feel like if this is the thing, my motto, mm. and you know this might be coming to like someone who's almost like I'm a year less than a year away of being thirty, but I think this is like my thought pattern now is like. Time is worth either good food, yes, good pay, yes, um, and a good experience. Like yes. all three of those are worth something. Oh, and hundred yeah. percent. But it's also the other thing I say to people is like, be a nice person. Yeah, because you can be as professional as you want, but you still be an ass. Oh, yeah. And I will never want to work with you again. Yeah, and and that happens. Like people get stressed and they yeah. turn into an ass for a little. Bit. That happens to me as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I mean, like that's that's the difference because like. I think there's, you know, like there's a difference between being stressed and being an ass and yeah. then there's actually people just not ever dealing with stress at yeah. all well. 100%. Like, um, and, and that is, I think, something that a lot of students possibly have happen, yeah. which sort of breaks, you know, once they get into the industry and they learn yeah. a bit of how to cope with stress, yeah. um, it, it does wax and wane and kind of get a bit easier mm. um but yeah there's like I, I remember one of my teachers was like the industry's gonna break you and i was like <laughs> like did that did any of your teachers kind of go to you like oh how long do you reckon you'll last <laughs> i don't think <laughs> no 
uh, uh, not to me personally. Uh, we had some classes though where, I mean, I I started studying special yeah. effects almost 10 years ago in Jan- wow. well, January or February. It'll be, yeah, 10 years that I started studying in Sydney. But um, so, so does that mean so- 10 years since you moved to Sydney? Yeah. Holy crap. I know. Crazy. That's insane. That's great like though. Third of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, we did have some teachers who were – uh, terrifying in 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 a very good way. Like yeah. you know, everyone where I went was Acme's, and where where everyone who comes out and still works in the industry, we've yeah. all been kind of really well trained in um, you know, uh, how to be on set and what yeah. to expect. Um, uh, Nettie, my beautiful, beautiful first teacher there, she, you know, would be like, oh, you know, you're you're going to miss weddings, you're going to miss events, um, you're going to be working in the snow and then in the desert and, you know, like, and it's just part of the kind of spiel. It's like yeah. you do when you are, but when you're young and learning, you're like, oh, really? Like, that's that's a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, and like we had a few younger students, you know, yeah. some like 16, 17-year-olds who were just learning like beauty makeup because they were interested in that and they didn't yeah. want to be in the film industry as, as such. I was very much like, I want to do effects and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of, we had to do that first year of um, beauty makeup yeah. and, you know, period makeup and, you know, basic effects and hair and stuff like that. So you've got the good general base of everything. Yeah, so it's like you... the background knowledge. Exactly, before, yeah. yeah. Um, and we did have a couple of substitute teachers come in and um, dare I say a little, <laughs> uh, you know, in the industry and a little bit cynical. <laughs> um, and and at lunchtime we had these like 16-year-olds, you know, at lunch being like, do I want to have a career or children? I don't know yet. <laughs> um, and absolutely terrified. <laughs> so, and they're like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. And it's like, you don't have to decide right now. Like, it's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, essentially we came out with like really good training um, yeah. and knowing what to expect. But we also did come out with work experience. Um, yeah. And that is how you get the next jobs. And, yeah. you know, that's how you network a bit and, you know, it's all networking really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and also just practicing at home and doing your own thing and your own projects. Um, I did a bunch of shoots with some beautiful photographers and, and models that was, um, what was it time for polio TFP? Yeah. 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 So that was great. Um, I mean, we're pretty lucky nowadays. Like you have so many forums on the internet and stuff for, people looking to do TFP work when you're starting out and, you know, you can get together with groups and collaborate and make things and, and that's how you, you know, you start learning stuff and then all the work experience jobs you, you learn on set and then they might get you into assist or, you know, to be an attachment and then to assist and then eventually, you know, work your way up or, you know, I was very lucky. Um, I did, I did a competition when I was a year out of college and, uh, the prize was to win a day's work experience at Odd Studio, and so I was, and that's the that was the sole purpose. I did the competition. It was like yeah. you, you had to make your own prosthetics and um, make a character in this competition, which in itself, you know, I was you know on um, some kind of like stu- student kind of yeah. you know income and Centrelink and working at the pub <laughs> on the weekends. You know, I'm still at that pub. Okay. I'm- Occasionally, oh, really? occasionally to the rock star shift on a Sunday, you know, um, uh, but 10 years later and you're yeah. still, like- <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, you do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm freelance lifestyle. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I put all my spare money and yeah. time into making this character because it's, it's an expensive, if you don't as a, as a hobby or a student, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, and so for all the products and sculpting and molding and casting and running silicon and then painting and then finding a friend who will sit there for how many hours while you oh. while you put it on and try and work out how what the hell you're doing. <laughs> um, I love that process. Yeah, though. it's like it's uh, yeah the whole. I I'm literally just like if anyone wants to use me as a canvas, go wild. Okay, <laughs> noted. Yeah, in yeah, my right, yeah. Write me down. <laughs> I, I've I, got a couple couple of lists going. Because <laughs> I I seriously I love the idea of people just smothering yeah. like makeup on me and just yeah. going, okay, does that look good? Because I will yeah. literally geek out. And, uh, yeah. Um, um. But yeah. So so the prize I went in this competition solely because I was like I want to yeah meet the guys at Odd Studio. So, yeah. I was like they are you know. Total fangirling, like they're so cool. Um, and yeah, so I did a day and then I was kind of like, can I come back tomorrow? <laughs> and just kept coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't k- kick me out. So um, still there. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like Odd Studios is like, if anyone doesn't I really... do have to say there's no S on the end of studio. Is it? Odd Studio. Is it just Odd Studio? Yeah. yeah. Even if you're pluraling? <laughs> Odd studio. I don't think we've got multiple uh, yeah, yeah, studios. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so weird that it's only Odd Studio. But yeah, Odd Studio is like considered huge in Australia. Like it's, but mm. it's it's funny because I didn't really know of them mm. um, when I was studying out. It was kind of one of the. I think it, I didn't realize we had a big industry when I was sort of studying mm-hmm. in Australia. I thought like the implication was everyone go overseas. Oh and yeah, that, and that's what you do 100% and now there's so much more implication of everyone stay here and work like Thanks, on COVID. yeah because <laughs> all the films are coming here yeah, we can't shoot anywhere else in the world let's go to Australia <laughs> yeah I know so like Marvel have moved their hub here mm-hmm. and so fun I still haven't seen Shang-Chi haven't you no I worked on it no. yeah it's great <laughs> yeah it's great yeah um well I, it was great when yeah. we were filming um like how was because that that film mm. like shot up in Parramatta, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a surreal thing to kind mm. of think. You look at the film and you go, "Oh, that's San Fran," and it's like then you're like, "No, it isn't. That's like Australia." Because yeah. the moment they show the rocks, there's a scene shot in the rocks, mm-hmm. and I instantly recognize the alley that yeah. they're in. I was like, "I've been to the bar behind yeah. that alley." <laughs> yeah. Apparently, though, they changed. Um, they had some couples in in this like kind of nightclub-y mm. scene. Um, and then when people watch the film, they're like, I don't remember shooting that. And they, I think they reshot and, oh. and changed some of it. So, oh. interesting. Um, that doesn't surprise me. No. That happens all, all the, the time. time. Um, like I think the clever marketing that films mostly do is also they shoot the scenes for the trailer and then the actual scene. <laughs> and I love that people try and pick that apart because I just, I won't spoil it, but I, I did see Spider-Man. No Way Home uh-huh. and the trailer and the movie have some differences. Yeah. And it's very obvious when you watch the film to how they shot it and then everyone's trying to pick apart the trailer and you go, okay, this is why I don't watch trailers anymore. Like they're so. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, a couple of years ago we we're like, oh, yeah, I've seen the whole film. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, I know. And now it's completely opposite. Mm. You haven't seen anything until yeah. you watch the movie. Yeah. Um, no, but like, yeah, like you worked on Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do you get in, like this is the other question though? Do you get invited to the premieres or stuff if they happen, um, and then you just can't go to them, or what's how's that deal 
if you're like in between like all these different roles. Because I imagine yeah. like not everyone gets invited no. to the premiere. No, no, no. Uh, Shang-Chi, no, I did not. Um, I was an additional. So, oh, okay. Um, and I was in the crowd room, which is a lot of fun. Really? It is. Um, so I was an additional for, it was about three months in the end. So mm. it kind of was like, I'm air quoting, but like full time additional, which is kind of great because, you know, the rates are fun when you're an additional. <laughs> um, but I also got to stay in Parramatta with um, the makeup team who were incredible and yeah. lots of fun and we stayed in a hotel there and uh, for three months and yeah. um yeah so so uh as an additional i i probably haven't gotten a credit i i haven't watched it so but I, I i don't think i would have because i wasn't in the full-time team right okay so they only credit the full-time not yeah the yeah which is you know fair enough because yeah. they're there for 10 months so yeah yeah um I didn't realize that worked like that. So it's like you don't get full, you don't get credited if you're like an additional thing. I, honestly, I mean, unless at the bottom there's a big paragraph of additional makeup people, but that's like another fifty names, you know. Like, yeah, I know. I, I, I haven't actually watched it, so it's, it's. I'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's also one of those films that I feel did really well. Yeah. Though it's funny because it didn't go to China. Uh, <laughs> a lot of controversy over that. Yeah. Um, but it it's like an interesting film because it had a very unknown actor in the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Simo Liu mm-hmm. is pretty it's pretty um, pretty known now. Yeah, it was pretty known yeah. now. But he was he was also just kind of a big weird happenstance because he twi- tweeted Marvel and then not long after. Oh, really? Yeah, he was originally when they announced they might be thinking about doing Shang Chi. Yeah, he tweeted them saying, "Hey, are you going to cast anyone who?" Might be Asian in the role, right? And then Smart move. He, like, maybe that's all we need to do. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> sh- should we tweet Doug Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, and then just meet Doug Jones. <laughs> yeah, let's bring him to Australia. Maybe yeah. he's here. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. <gasps> Can you imagine? Um, I'd be obsessed. Yeah, and stalk him <laughs> on a daily basis, <laughs> in a not creepy way. Yeah, in a not creepy way, in a five meter distance yeah, way. Just, just tweeting to, him every five like, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Doug Jones, uh, look up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but no, like, yeah. So that do you find though, when you work on films like that, like there's still an imposter syndrome, like when you're on those kind of big sets? I think every single job. Yes. <laughs> um, but also everyone I know. Is there. Like, is also there. You know, it's that first day nerves. You don't sleep the night before. Your really? First day. Do you still not sleep? No, no. And and that's good. It means I'm excited. It means I'm nervous. Being nervous is good because it means I'm excited, which means I still you know, have passion and love what I do. So, um, and I've still got so much to learn. Like, you know, um, every job is different. Every crew is different. Everyone does things different ways. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's, that's incredible that you're so like always about learning and developing and, and like persisting your art. Cause it's like you meet, you meet people who are our age who are jaded <laughs> and you're just so positive about it being like, woo. Oh, you got to be. You know, it's like if you don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> but, like, it is long hours. It is yeah. hard work. Um, everyone works really hard. Everyone gets really tired. Um, yeah. And it is up to the team to be a morale for everyone. You know, it's, I've been on jobs where the scheduling's crazy and, um, you know, we've been flooded out or locations has fallen through and we need to find a mansion in Coogee, which I still find weird saying Coogee. It's Coogee. Thank you. Coogee. W-A. Yeah. <laughs> 
WA are right here. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's you know things go wrong all the time, and everyone's stressed and doing long days and yeah. six day weeks, and you know, so it's up to. That's why I've been really lucky to have good crew and yeah. good teams that are, and good bosses. Yeah, good head of departments is really important. Because how do you how do you balance your like you know social life and your mm, normal life and your you mental don't. health? Like you don't at all. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, uh, no, no. I'm I'm joking a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough, and it is something that I think everyone's getting a bit better at. Mm. realizing um that they need to do uh it's hard though like you're on a job and you kind of like oh i'll have a break at the end of this job and then another job another job comes up and then you yeah. move straight into that and yeah um it is hard relationships uh tough work yeah you know um i think that's for everyone i was mm. on, just on a job recently and we all didn't realize we were going to be away quite so much at right. the beginning and then um or thinking that we'd be able to come home on weekends and things so there was quite a few people in the crew whose families were not very happy with them um just because they're away a lot yeah. you know and we we hadn't really planned for being away quite so much but um mm. you know we made it work you know and we were kind of all in it together so yeah is that yeah it, is, that must have been like a very much when you started your relationship, because how long have you been in your relationship currently? Uh, four and a half years. So was that kind of like yeah. something you discussed very early on of being like, this is my... A little bit, yes, because yeah. my, my last relationship kind of didn't work for that reason. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of like, oh, I knew you'd be working a lot, but I didn't realize it'd be this much, you know. And, yeah. You know. Um, but my partner is a muso, so he's away a lot on yeah. tour. So it... It kind of works quite well. We've been lucky in that so far it's balanced out fairly well and that we'll both be home or both be away or Yeah. Um now we've got as of yesterday two little cats. <gasps> two little <laughs> two. cats. We ha- we had one. We've just got added a new one. So I'm in the middle of the integration. Um trying to make the first one not feel like a left out first child. Um uh so yeah, so uh it's and we kind of did that so that no one would be home alone. Yeah. At, at any point. So. That's lovely. I know, isn't it? I love cats. They're cats. the best. They're so nice. They're so yeah. cuddly. Yeah. Um, I had a cat until a few years ago and mm. he lived at uh, my mum and dad's. Um, but yeah, it was coming home to him as a kid. It's oh, the best. So nice. It's the best. Um, no, so that, that's your mental health right there. Get a pet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I totally relate to the relationship aspect mm. as well because mm. one thing i've because i work for news and i worked for news for so long yeah a lot of relationships that i've had have suffered because mm. of the weird hours yes. like um and your body clock's always off so yeah. you're grumpy as well yeah know. um and especially because like i i have a learning disability which is adhd mm-hmm. and um for anyone who doesn't know that that means you have hyperattention mm-hmm. um but you also get like when you're hyperattentive you also get very fatigued and sometimes or you can kind of go erratically yeah. or not. You're very impulsive. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different things that come in the circle of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was like that's always a learning curve with relationships as well to be like you're on shift work and you've got like uh, it's sort of um, 
like disability as well. So mm. it's a lot of like a bit of a juggling act. Uh, luckily, my partner currently has been amazing. Mm-hmm. We've been together almost a year. Um, I know it's very still dumb. madly in love. I'm still madly in love. Hopefully, <laughs> for many many years to come. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're sort of like very. By the time this comes out, it will actually be over a year, so it'll be like hopefully um, very very Woo. happy. I hope you had a great first year anniversary. We we, we d- we've got it planned. <laughs> it's also while moving, so it's like <laughs> oh, even better. I know. Um, but yeah, one of the things we discussed very early on yeah. was uh, lifestyles, mm-hmm. and it's very very mature of you to discuss yeah. early on. Yeah, I, I kudos to her really because mm. she was just straight up like, I don't want to get fucked around. Yeah, what do you want? And yeah. I went, this. And she was like, cool, I want the same. That's great. And God, that has made our relationship so much easier because we're, we're big talkers. We're yeah. big open books yeah. to each other. And we'll message each other and go, this person said something really weird and let's sort of try and nut this situation right. out. Um, but I think that's because we both work in the industry. Like, yeah. Um, and it's kind of that mentality of just learning how different people interact. Like we have a lot of friends who are in the industry as well. Yeah. And everyone has their different ways of dealing with it. The mm-hmm. industry is an eclectic group of people. It's very eclectic. It's <laughs> a lot of very special people. Yeah. And I love them all. I, I love everyone who's yeah. involved with it. But like everyone's got their own baggage, their own like oh, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Like what's that thing? You can't go into art if you don't have some sort of level of trauma. <laughs> which. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> all, all the best musicians, right? <laughs> yeah, it's basically true, isn't yeah. it? Like, do you, do you, you know, like, where, where's your trauma? Where's your trauma? Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's a heavy question. <laughs> where <it>? isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, did you have, like, did you ever kind of, like, feel like you needed to tick a box with your, uh, you know, your own level of, um, you know, in a inner struggles or anything like that when it came to the industry or did you feel like you were just kind of like removed did you feel like you didn't have any issues as much as everyone else um uh, i think uh, you know everyone's got issues i I don't know i don't don't think i've delved into it to be honest Uh, now's my chance (laughs) (laughs) tell everybody um so anyway this is therapy time (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I I think like the hours are, are tough. Um, yeah. Finding a good balance of like sleep and exercise and things. Yeah. I think as I've gotten older, I've been like, oh, that's something I need. I'm in my 30s and if I just sleep funny, I've got a bad back and a bad neck and my knees hurt, you know, the next day. Yeah. So it's it's like that kind of, I guess, growing up and realizing that, you know, I can't just eat whatever I want and, you know, stay fit and stuff. So it, and But it's really hard to find that time yeah. to do that. And also classes. If anyone out there is running a like a Pilates class, can you do it at two in the morning, please? <laughs> because like, you know, as we've talked about, I, I get up and, you know, we do makeups early. So like the unit, the makeup and the wardrobe and ADs are often there first yeah. on set because they need to do, you know, prep costumes, do makeups, the ADs are there to sign actors in and, you know, yeah. get, get everyone else organized. The unit guys are turning the power on and getting the water hot and, you know, looking after everybody. And um, so we're there so early. And then, you know, we might have an hour to take the makeup off at night. After yeah. after that, actors then shot for 10 hours or, you know, and over time. Uh, <laughs> and so then we've got to take it all off and rush out of there and try and make our turnarounds. 
So, uh-huh. so you know, uh, in Australia, uh, where we have ten-hour turnarounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, like as, legally. As you know, legally. Um, I think there's a big fine. Of, mm-hmm. Like, there's some sort of like repercussion if you break it. Is. it. Yes. You have to pay until their next, yeah, like double time or something yeah, until re- their next turnaround. Because I know like some people have broken it and they're going, okay, well, if you're breaking my 10 hour, I'm getting this. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, begrudgingly. I think the union has it on their website, all those, yeah. all those kind of things. Join the union. Um, um, yeah. Uni- <laughs> unions are great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we just recently had a kilometers issue, which, you know, uh, they helped, helped us. We didn't realize that we were meant to be getting, you know, so many kilometers, cents, dollars per. Really? Yeah, yeah. And because it was a big traveling one. So yeah. uh, we're all driving and um, things. So, so you got a, the union you... helped us kind of make a, you know, a middle ground agreement. So, you know, a little bit better off, which is good. That's great. Yeah. Um, everyone join a union. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's long days. So finding, you know, I'm... I'm not really a gym goer as such. I don't go and use the machines and things. Um, and so I, I enjoy classes, but there's never any on. And all the gyms, they try and sign you up and they're like, you know, oh, we've got 6 a.m. class. I was like, yeah, still. <laughs> still in work mode. I'm still at work already by then. Sorry. And they're like, oh, we've got like late night classes. I was like, well, I'm probably still at work then too. <laughs> or asleep. Or asleep, <laughs> trying to get my sleep. Yeah. yeah. So that that's I think that's hard. Yeah, I'm like and that's something that people don't realise. It's it's a simple thing, isn't yeah. it? In theory. But yeah. It's weird because everyone's like, Oh, you got a twenty four hour gym though and I'm like, that doesn't really apply for classes though. Like yeah. please have classes at all yeah. hours. Because if if I go to the gym on my own or with my partner, he hates me coming with him. He <laughs> absolutely hates it because I'm just such a goofball. I'll be like, Look at me, like pull, try and lift this. <laughs> terribly um, i can definitely jump on this giant thing i just lay on it and fall asleep you know like i'm, <laughs> I'm useless <laughs> i'm i like i occasionally go to the gym i'm not as jimmy as mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend she loves the gym oh, so that's my partner yeah it's like, i think that's that's how they deal with us being you know yeah creatives I know. yeah and... they're like oh no we're gonna go to the gym and we're yeah. just like oh <laughs> give me a wine <laughs> yeah just let me relax on the couch i'll be like an hour here yeah um the the thing though i imagine though is like you know how was your family when they reacted to you going into this industry? Would they oh, yeah. a bit? Would they very Ami and Ari about yes, it? Yes, yes. My parents were. Um, yeah. Because your parents want they want what's best for you. Yeah. And um, you know they're quite practical. They're not as artsy, and so they're kind of like, well, in the movies, what then is your annual income? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I still probably couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know. Um, no, it's uh, so. So they were really worried about that. They're like, kind of like, well, you know, how often do you get work? Like, yeah. You know, and can you buy a house? Exactly. Not in Sydney. No surprise. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So there were there there was definitely that. Yeah. there and so that did make me a bit worried i was like well if i'm gonna go do it i'm gonna go and be the best in my class you know <laughs> i was very very naive like 22 year old at the time just yeah you know, like um like no i'll just be the best and get really good and but there was also that that thing where i was like you know at that age i was like oh if i want to like 
win an Oscar, I have to do it before I have kids because, you know, then once you have kids as a female in the industry. Your career shuts down. Your career shuts down and you'll never work in this industry again. No, it's not true. But um, <laughs> but it's hard. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like you have to, you know, we don't have maternity leave because you're a freelance, yeah. you know, artist. Um, so you have to do cons- consider all these yeah. things um, and work out how that's going to work. Um, but yeah, no, I did have these big kind of wild dreams of winning an Oscar and then, and then having a kid at, you know, 24. <laughs> Cause are you, are you planning on having kids in the next few years? Uh, yes. Well, mm, there's no solid plans, but, but I'm, you... I'm in my thirties. So I have to, um, at that stage, I'm like, I have to think about this seriously yeah. um, for the next, you know, few years or whatever yeah um, but it's, it's definitely like on potentially an agenda potentially potentially yeah yeah I, I mean like when i was younger i always wanted them yeah one day but i you know you kind of uh, i find in perth as well um there was very much that kind of like you go to uni and you get a job and you get married and buy a house and you know there was that very kind of yeah white picket fence thing um, and a lot of my friends have done that and they are very successful still in their careers and amazing. Um, but everyone in Sydney seems to be a few years behind with the yeah. marriage and kids things. I think, you know, prices of everything is it's insane. insane. So um, that, you know, I did always kind of want kids. And as I've gotten older, I've always been like, later in life, later in life. And I'm still like, later in life. But um, <laughs> now I'm like, oh crap! I'm in my thirties. I have to. No, that's that late is now, I guess. Oh, not now, but you know. Yeah. Coming up <laughs> in the next decade, I guess. I mean, I've got a. I've I've, I've got no ticking time bomb on me. So yeah, well, that's li- the thing. That's the thing. And talking with partners, you're like, I don't want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about this, but kind of have to now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, like mood kill. <laughs> it it really is, isn't it? Especially when it has to happen. Like, yeah. Do we want to? Act do we like, want it or do we not? Like, yeah, because if we don't, we don't have to. No, and like no, and that's fine. But but we need to actually decide. Mm. Um, yeah, that's why we've got cats. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there's literally like I found out my brother like him and his wife are going to eventually have kids, mm-hmm. but it, like when they got they were tempted to get a cat and they were like. And my mom just turns around and goes, they're probably getting clucky. And I'm like, don't talk about my brother like that. I don't want to know yeah. about my like. It's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. Mm. Um, it's like, it is considered for some, some people just also like having pets, like totally love. Um, yeah. But, and um, so many people nowadays, pets are kids. 100%. Yeah. But I do think that I, for me and my partner, I think we're going to love having like them having the kids first because mm-hmm. then it's sort of a training ground to babysit and stuff like that. And that- could like, also work the other way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did kids um kids parties when I was at uni. Yeah. So being like the fairy or the you know oh. the pirate or you know the face face painting lots of face painting um of course um but yeah so that was the best thing to do as a you know yeah nineteen year old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did not want children soon. <laughs> um, other people's children. Terrible idea. I know. Isn't that great fantasy when you're like, I can give this back. I can give it back. Yes. I can feed it full of red cordial and imaginary fairy tales and all those difficult questions. Ask mum later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. My my favorite question and will probably like is where do children come from? And I will probably be very straightforward if I have kids mm. and just be like, look, 
here's where they come from. Here's the facts. Yeah. Like, I don't like the stork story that much. <laughs> I, I don't think I was told that one. And you just see it in cartoons. You're yeah. like, oh, that's what they tell, like, little kids. Yeah, but apparently it is a, it is huge, really? the stork story. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know why. Like, um, I also kind of just think that a lot of kids uh, guess pretty early on. Like, I suspected that. Like, I had this dream. I think I was about seven or eight. Yeah. And I thought that children came from my mum's belly button. Yeah, look, that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's in the belly and it's got this like weird button on the belly and you hear that it comes out of your mum. So, of course, it comes out of the belly button. It, make, yeah. it makes sense to a kid. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, I was like all logically when I actually found out where children actually come from, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's just like a different button. It's just, it's just kind of. <laughs> it's just a different button. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that for like, a grain of salt. <laughs> Um, um, kids don't listen to us for no. sex advice. Like it's really <laughs> not that good. Go watch Sex Education instead. That's a great show. That is a great, great show, show if you if you want to. And that show and it covers so much that we didn't get taught at school. Can I just say, as a kid of like the nineties, I was born in ninety two. Mm-hmm. That show has taught me so much. I, it does help because I grew up with a lot of female friends. Yeah. So I've I, like asked the, all the questions that you could ever ask. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them have given me very graphic details. Yes, and I, I love it. I can imagine. It's it's so good. Yeah. Um, it's very insightful when you're a teenage boy. But um, yeah, one of the things that that show does is just kind of like, you know, rips everything from under the rug and goes, this is what can happen. And this is when it goes wrong. And this is what it is like when it yeah. goes wrong. And this is how you should feel. Uh-huh. And this is how um, you will probably feel. Yeah. But you should actually feel quite proud of yourself because... It's an achievement and it's knowledge and it's learning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wish I had that growing up because I I didn't have that, oh, any of that. Fascinating, isn't it? Like just the difference in, in educations and, and being open and mm. yeah. It's I think it's a great show. And I think they've been renewed again. Yeah, they're renewed for season four. They're about yeah. to introduce uh trans characters. Great. Which thank the lord um is about time that um but yeah it's like they've already introduced uh, non-binary characters Mm -hmm. they've already introduced like you know um cultural cultural references and um and different people of all sorts of different backgrounds and um they've done it it so well yeah it's uh, i i think the only thing that I, i i think my partner and i agree on is just like adam Adam should um, and Eric's relationship just makes no sense because uh, I get. But when you're a teenager, your relationships don't make sense. No, do I know. They? Like it's like you end up dating the bully, and and like you know why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, also the thing I love about Adam is he clearly is just very misunderstood by mm. his own family. Exactly. And, oh, uh, like his character breaks my heart. I know, and he's just such a trauma-filled yeah. human. I just ah. Uh, yeah. And I think also watching that show made me, and there's another couple of shows that I actually love about that. Um, but yeah, they were kind of like really came to terms with who I was yeah. and I've loved that Yeah, because like, I now think that shows like that really help people who they are older, feel, um, yeah. especially feel more themselves. Cause I remember yeah. like, um, like I came out when I was 26, mm-hmm. the idea of being like any part of the queer community mm-hmm. in the nineties and mm. early two thousands huge mm. like how's that in terms of the workplace in terms of inclusion though like is it much better than it used to be when you you know see different people around 
your departments and, and stuff like that? Do you feel like there's more variety of people than there used to be? Uh, oh, good question. I guess it wasn't something I was looking for mm. at the beginning, you know. Um, and you do tend to stick to departments. So yeah. it's. I, I think I've just always met all kinds of people in the film industry. Yeah, because yeah. you've, you've done stage um, stage Some staging and, and staging. staging. And, um, yes. Like, do, do you feel like you've gotten more respect as being a makeup artist than you have in other roles that you, you know, the jack of all trades kind of a- aspect? Um, I, oh, I think everything that you do is people, the level of respect is more about how you work. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've been very lucky with everyone I've worked with. <laughs> so yeah, you're the- yeah, like, uh, you hear horror stories, you know, uh, and you you've do. got none. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like everyone has bad days, you yeah. know, and everyone has annoyances, and not everyone can get along with everyone all the time. No, but but overall, like, um, I think everyone just, you know, if you're doing your job and you're doing it well, and you you know, generally nice, everyone's pretty inclusive and that's great yeah yeah that's like that's what you want i mean also you know hair and makeup we do tend to have you know some gays yeah some straights some everything you know in you know there are stereotypes of of jobs Mm. in themselves but also if all those people and enjoy those roles then i don't know like they're there and they're working and they're doing a good job. Like, yeah, you know. So no, there, there isn't. I haven't experienced any. You know, I'm sure some people have. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, that's good that you haven't known. No, that's like I have heard of some. You know, yeah. some people, but it's. I think it's. I guess depending on. Yeah. Personal, independent <laughs> situations. Yeah, I definitely think that. It's very hard uh, navigating this industry, especially like I don't know what it's been like though. Uh, if you found it more easy in the the makeup department, in particular, but when you were in doing staging, because you did mention off mic before that you know people kind of wouldn't have known or acknowledged you as much um, about who you were. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> it's it's a bit of a running joke, you know, like um, the text or the yeah, stagehands exactly. don't get Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and that's just. I think it's just everyone's doing their job and they don't really notice the kind of yeah. the ninjas in the background who are just lurking, waiting to <laughs> fill up a water glass, you know, <laughs> like. Because um, do you still do that kind of? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, bit of, yeah, so I, I'm at Channel 10, um, you know, sporadically. Yeah, so every know. few months or something. Yeah, shift. exactly. So um, just in between. Yeah. In between jobs, you know. Because um, how did that one land about? How did you end up getting that role? I was working at the pub. <laughs> oh, and then... So- <laughs> and, and my boss at Child 10 was at the pub and was talking about a role. And I was like, oh, were you guys on Alien? Um, and they're like, no, but why? What What do you do? I was like, oh, I do makeup and effects. They're like, oh, do you want some shifts? <laughs> and <Child laughs> 10. And it's like, and oh, we've got four. I was like, I was like, great, doing what? <laughs> I just said yes. And, and I was like, so... What am I doing? And at the time, I was like, "What's staging?" Um, it's a fun role. It is fun. It's actually really fun, and it's it's uh, a good way to kind of get into TV. And you know, I've, yeah. I've met like the makeup girls 
you know, it's very different that way. And oh, it is, yeah. Um, but it's it, you know it's it's a good kind of filler thing, and I'll you know have a good laugh with, <laughs> with all the guys. I mean, a lot a lot of the work is you know lifting heavy things, which I'm not so good at. So I tend to do more. They're like, you put it in an old like set dress it for you (laughs) so do you have to also like when you do staging do you have to like deal with the floor managers and stuff like that yeah 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 what's Mm -hmm. it what's what's the most challenging show of channel 10 that you've had to work on in what way that's a very good question (laughs) um in in terms i mean i still work there so i can't really (laughs) yeah i know i was like no, look, I I can I can't say anything bad about Seven, but I still drop like a, I think one of the most challenging shows would be like Sunrise in particular. Mm. It's very full on, has yeah. a lot of news, yeah, but it's quite news fun. is hard. News, is, yeah. yeah, news is hard. Like and yeah, Studio Ten. It's it's a long show. Yeah, it's like and there's two and a half hours, three hours, four, it's four hours, eight, oh, eight oh. It it changed time after the bushfires because they're doing the bushfire updates every morning. Yeah, right. Um, but and it's all news. So when there's something bad in the news, you're getting updates all morning, and it's really depressing. Like mm. after the bushfires, I was just, you know, like so sad yeah. for all the animals and you know everything and all the people, and it was really full on. Um, and then COVID hit, and um, I wasn't really working there during COVID, but I did a couple shifts mm. a few months ago, and. It's just like getting all those Gladys, 11 o'clock Gladys conference. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite time. My <laughs> um, favorite time. time. Yeah. So, and it's just kind of like waiting around for that. And that it gets, it's a bit of a Debbie Downer, you yeah. know. Uh, I mean, the, did did you feel like COVID affected you in a big way? Yes. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. You, you give me the eyebrow. Is that where I say, I had COVID? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you didn't have to say you had COVID. <laughs> But water in there goes. <laughs> now we're there. <laughs> now we're there. No, it was like, did you? <laughs> so elephant out of the room now, because <laughs> you were just like, did you mean to say this? Um, but yeah, you had COVID. I did. I did. Um, and, and so many more people are getting it now that I you, think this won't be an odd, odd interview soon. No, <laughs> you're like everyone will get it. <laughs> Um, I mean, like when when it started, though, did yeah. you feel like your career was like, oh god, what's going? Yeah, didn't we all? Yeah, like everyone, freelance artists. Um, you know, I also do sixties go go dancing. Um, oh really? <laughs> surprise! Uh, so um, that's the kind of like a side fun job that my girlfriends and I I'll in Perth started. Closer oh, sorry, the... moving closer, Mo- so, moving it's... further away, so you can't find out everything about me. <laughs> um, I love this though. Yeah. yeah. So you know uh, that there's gigs that yeah. I lost. My partner lost all of his work. He does you know um, you know stage managing and teching for gigs as well as playing. Oh um, okay. So he lost. You know he also works at. ABC, Channel 10, and um, managing like a street marketing place. Wow, and, okay. Yeah, you know, freelancers, we've all got 5,000 jobs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, uh, he lost all his work. I lost all my work. You know, uh, the TV stations got us through, you know, a few shifts where they could, which mm. was great. Um, so, yeah, I think every creative was like, oh, crap. Um, everyone lost all their works overnight. Yeah. And... and for the foreseeable future there's a great meme going around at the moment and it's like you know oh i remember when i thought covid would be only three weeks and i was stressed about that or you know says something like that and i'm like oh those are the days <laughs> those are the days when it was only a small pocket yeah it's just a flu right <laughs> like how did you how did you guys contract it though how did you end mm. up getting it 
Um, we were shooting in Indonesia. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were really production was really good. Uh, we were getting you know in this industry you get tested three times a week. Yeah. Um, and it's quite funny you see like the inner west Facebook groups you know being like oh I got this letter that there's a something shooting here and everyone's like what is it what are they shooting how can they even be shooting you know like yeah have they got permission how are they even shooting during COVID and you're like the the plans that production companies have to put into place at the moment is insane. It's, it's more than hospitals. It's, you know, and makeup artists, we were wearing during uh, Shang-Chi, it was like, we were the first ones back in Australia, as far as I'm aware, mm. like one of the big ones. Um, and we the makeup department, we were having to wear glasses, uh, masks and face shields. And so depending on the project, you know, gloves, and, wow. and hazmat suits, you know, like wow. it, it, it got insane and very hot. And, yeah. You know, you're trying to do people's makeup very fast and, you know, you got hair dryers going and, you know, things Sweating like that. Sweating profusely. Exactly. You just, um, but yeah, so shout out to <laughs> everyone in the industry, but yeah, those makeup people, goodness. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were shooting in Indonesia and, uh, you know, Every they had a whole plan. We weren't allowed anywhere but our accommodation mm. and the studio, um, and on set and locations, of course. But um, and so they were doing this thing with uh, ten uh, every all the extras, so that you know, on the last few days we had like hundred extras, and mm. you know, we don't know where we got it from. Oh, okay. But, uh, but uh, you know, we can guess. Um, but <laughs> but but yeah, the. Uh, uh, so they had, you know, this whole system of each group of 10 extras was grouped together and would yeah. get tested. And if one of them came up with a positive or a false um, antigen test, then um, then the whole group of 10 would be replaced by a new group of 10. Right. So it's pretty full on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that was just over there because we're on a little island and, you know, we, we had lots of local people there as well. So, yeah, it was really amazing. But, uh, but yeah, and unfortunately we had a little outbreak. Um, but, you know, everyone's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the main thing. And, <laughs> yeah. you, you know. Like, they looked after us, you know. Yeah. So. But, like, did you feel, do you feel like the effects from it since or have you sort of made a full yeah. recovery? Um, I'd say I'm pretty good now. But yeah. I did have for a few months I had uh really bad brain fog um very lethargic you know i was feeling really great all week and then i go to a, a class on a saturday morning hooray uh, uh you know pilates or something and then i just sleep all day oh really you know, and be like oh wow i was really tired you know um, wow. so it's that kind of thing of just yeah. you know um any like kind of old injuries they flare up a lot now Really? Well. Yeah. So kind of. So there is some sort of like repercussions. From yeah, that. I'm not 100, percent but I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm pretty close, but there's just a few little inkling, nibbly things that are a yeah. bit annoying. Which I mean, like that. Also, I... maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> I mean, my back hurts half the time, and <laughs> right? that's probably getting old. Um, can I blame? How much can I blame on COVID? Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's like one of my um one of my good friends. He works over in um England, and yeah, he got COVID, mm. and just was out for like a week. And he said when he was like shooting something in Spain, he was like, "I'm still running at eighty percent, like yeah, like not fully, yeah, a hundred percent." And yeah, it's like it's very strange because we often say that everyone's almost gonna get it, 
like at this point yeah it's just 100 percent. everyone's gonna get it yeah um i mean you know just if you can get the vaccine get the vaccine Mm -hmm. um take the precautions but at the end of the day also if you get it just be smart and stay home and you know do the right thing yeah and and it does floor you like uh you know it's fever hot cold fevers and and like you know it does floor you um i've no, a couple of people have just recently had it as well. So. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah. But when this comes out, I wonder. I I do wonder because it will be in the midst of like almost two and a half years, mm. uh, or two and a bit years, yeah. From since I wonder what the next variant will be. We're on Omicron. 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 Can't even uh, say it. That's how fresh it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like. I was. I I just love the idea of that. There might be a beta version or an yes. alpha version. Yes. Like, give me all the Greek alphabet Greek. letters. I love Greek mythology and like <gasps> all that stuff. Yeah. I could talk to you days about Greek mythology. Yes. It's so cool. Yes. Um. I I think history is so cool because yeah. it's like you know, and mythology is like Roman. So cool. Yeah. It's so like. Um, Egyptian mythology is also a great one. Yeah. Um, and Viking mythology. Yes. Because they're so, so cool. I actually went to, fun little fact, I went to Viking graves, real Viking graves. Oh, really? They are very interesting. They're not like your average grave. They are like holes, like human-shaped holes in huh. the rock faces. In and the rocks? Yeah, in the rocks. Imagine trying to take that out. Well, I think the bodies kind of like sit oh. in there and then they get washed away and stuff right. like that. Like it's a water barrier. I thought you meant like someone like dug <laughs> into a rock. No, like, no, no. That I sounds think it's, really difficult, especially it, it, with the machinery they would have had. Yeah. <laughs> um, Axes. <laughs> like chipping away for days. Um, I really love to. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun. That image is st- like so depressing in my head. Um, but no, it was like in a church that had been around since 400 AD or something wow. like that. It was so old. So it cool. was so cool. Um, and uh, yeah, this is in England um, mm. in a village called Hesham. And it's like one of the oldest um, oldest parishes. Like, you know, and that, and that's the thing, I think. That's why I love history and traveling the world mm-hmm. is you can always find mm. these little pockets. Mm. Like I keep saying to people, if you walk into um, Leichhardt Park, you know, the big park in Leichhardt, mm-hmm. that's got bodies underneath. Does it? Yeah, absolutely does. And they told us that when we were at school because I went to Leichhardt Sydney Secondary College and they were like, there's body ends under there. And I was like, really? Like, Did you yeah. go digging at midnight? Like, no, I don't I, believe you. <laughs> I, I probably would have found 10. Um, but apparently be, there used to be a graveyard there hmm. and then they moved the graves, but it was too expensive to move the bodies. Oh, right. So they left the bodies there and built the park over it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. A lot of bodies kind of just oh, happen to be. Dog's paradise. I know, right? Um, they found recently, I think, Aboriginal bones and stuff like that on the trams mm-hmm. line. Like there's, there's weird, you know. There's weird stuff you find everywhere. Yeah. Um. That suddenly just goes. Hmm. We should probably look into this. And there's yes. dinosaur bones somewhere. Um. I think. Yeah. They found like five or six dinosaur bones in and around Australia. Like oh, wow. now. Um. Uh, recently, there's a bunch of new species that they keep discovering, and it's just cool. like, isn't that amazing? Imagine like just having a dinosaur named Courtney. You want to have a dinosaur named Courtney? Well, you know, if I found a new one, you would. You. you would if you found. If you found a new one, what would you name it? <laughs> Not the martasaurus, no. Because <laughs> it would sound like a martyr then. It's situational. Yeah, you wouldn't true. want a you wouldn't want a martasaurus. Um but no, I definitely can I don't know, that's a very good question. <laughs> the Saurosaurus? Uh, yeah, like <laughs> get really technical yeah. with it. With its S A W S O U R S. Yes. I think I it would have to be something that sounds cool that someone can write a song about. 
Mm. Put into a song, a kid's tune. Are you going to play the piano though no, with it? No, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> uh, it's like listen to it now. She'll Chopsticks. go downstairs and play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love that idea. But um, before we wrap up, yes. <laughs> Full tangent. I just I love a tangent though. Give me a tangent any day. Um, where do you see your career Mm. like in the next ten years? Where are you hoping to kind of like project like in your future? What are you hoping? Are you hoping to become like head of departments, or is that Mm -hmm. is that the dream for you, or are you always kind of like being the individual in in the machine as well? Oh, both. Everything. I want to do it all. Um, you know, it's it's that kind of thing where you know, right now I'm working these awesome jobs mm. with awesome people and loving it. So, uh, I'm, you know, hire me. I'll do it all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, yes, you know, I would love to. I haven't kind of really looked into the next 10 years recently just because I'm really enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, hopefully I'll be at that stage <laughs> one day. Um, yeah, I would love to be. Um, yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, um, and keep working on cool projects and fun movies and TV shows. And, you know, I've been very lucky. I've been very busy for the last year a bit. So, um, hopefully that keeps going, you know, that in Australia that can kind of rise and fall a bit in terms of how much work is in Australia or if you need to move around for it. I'm kind of loving that we can do it here. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, I love a bit of travel, but, you know, that same thing with finding the balance of, you know, your personal life as well. It it has been very nice to, you know, not be like, do I need to move to New Zealand or, you know, do I need to move to Canada, which is what we're all starting to look at a few years ago. Yeah. You know, there was no work, here, you know, very li- little work here. So hopefully, you know, that train keeps keeps rolling around Australia. Um, obviously, you know, love to go overseas, but if it's, you know, starting to look into like moving, you know, my whole life forever, that's... A bit daunting. That's a bit daunting, yeah. you know. Um, but I like the short, the short stints are good. Yeah. Know? Yeah. They're fun. So yeah, hopefully keep doing what I'm doing um, and you know, moving up and progressing. Yeah. You know, you know, that's what we can all hope for, right? You know, just, I don't know, rambling, <laughs> rambling now. I love this. Oh, you're making me nervous. I've, what, what are my goals? I don't know. Hire me. Uh, <laughs> hire, hire Cordy. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say. I've lost that, my call. <laughs> no, no, you, you're always cool. And can I just say, you've been an absolute delight oh, to have you. thank you for having me. Because it's been an absolute delight listening to you. Hearing all my Weird and wonderful stories. It's been great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Where can people stalk you, though? Where can they find yes. you? Um, I'm on Instagram. It's, um, Courtney has an MUA. I'm not that – I'm one of those people I'm not, like, as active as I should be because mm. you're working on things and you can't talk about it or show anything. Yeah. So then you can, you know, show a movie poster or, you know, when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but I am there and I am reading comments and I do, you know – check you guys out as well so you know i'm just not as active as i probably should be but i'm there i'm watching i'll learn off you 
<laughs> Go and stalk her and find uh, find all her work. And tell me what to name my, my dinosaur. That yes. That would be great. Yes. Not the Cortinosaurus. No, it doesn't quite work. No. It? no. <laughs> <laughs> New species. Yeah. Um, I love it. But no, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, no, it's been a, a lot of fun. I'm glad. Um, and if you want to go and check out more episodes, you can check them out on Apple and Spotify. I will be speaking with a new guest next week, and I'll speak to you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.